Hello and welcome to CS Talks, India's first and leading podcast on cyber security and cyber safety awareness. This is your host Tejanshu and today we are going to talk about a very interesting and important topic, cyber security insurance. Cyber security insurance is also called as cyber liability insurance or simply cyber insurance. It is basically a contract that an entity can purchase to help minimize the financial risks associated with doing business online. In exchange for a monthly or a quarterly fee, the insurance policy transfers some of the risk to the insurer. Cyber security insurance is a new and emerging industry. Companies that purchase cyber security insurance today are considered amongst early adopters. Cyber security policies can change from one month to the next. This is because of the given dynamic and fluctuating nature of the associated cyber risks. And unlike well-established insurance plans, Underwriters of cyber security insurance policies have limited data to formulate risk models to determine insurance policy coverages, rates and premiums. Cyber security comes from errors and omissions insurance. Errors and omissions insurance or also known as ENO insurance is a separate form of insurance that protects against faults and defects in the services a company provides. ENO insurance is synonymous to product liability policies for companies that sell physical or digital products. Now, while some cyber insurance policies contain specific provisions for ENO, most providers sell these as separate and distinct policies. Also, ENO insurance does not cover the loss of third-party data such as customer credit card numbers, which is why customers needing such protection can purchase a cyber insurance policy that covers it. Now, why is cyber insurance so important? be it loss of electronic data or compromise or theft of electronic data, it can have a very negative impact on a business because it includes the loss of customers as well as revenue. On top of that, businesses may also be liable for damages stemming from the theft of third-party data. Cyber liability coverage is important to protect businesses against the risk of cyber events, including those associated with terrorism. Cyber risk coverage can assist in the timely remediation of cyber attacks and cyber incidents. You know, one of the most notable examples that demonstrates the importance of cyber insurance is the attack on Sony's PlayStation Network. In 2011, Sony's PlayStation Network was breached by hackers exposing personally identifiable information of 77 million PlayStation user accounts. The breach prevented users of PlayStation consoles from accessing the services. And this was an outage that lasted for 23 days. Sony incurred over 171 billion US dollars in costs related to the breach. Now, portions of this cost could have been covered by a cyber insurance policy if there was one in place. But Sony unfortunately did not have a cyber insurance policy. And on top of that, the court case ruled that Sony's insurance policy covered damages to physical property only. And this left Sony to incur the full amount of costs related to the cyber damages. So this is an example which highlights why cyber insurance is so important. How does cyber insurance work? Cyber insurance policies are sold by many of the same suppliers that provide related business insurance such as ENO insurance, business liability insurance and commercial property insurance. Most of these policies include first party coverage which applies to losses that directly impact a company and third-party coverage, which applies to losses suffered by others from the cyber event or incident based on their business relationships with the company. So cyber insurance policies not only help cover the financial losses that result from cyber events and incidents, but also cyber risk coverage helps with the costs associated with remediation, including payment of the legal assistance, investigators, crisis communicators, and customer credits or even refunds. 
Now we've seen what is cyber insurance and how it works. Now let us understand who needs cyber insurance. Businesses that create, store and manage electronic data online such as customer contacts, customer sales, personally identifiable information and credit card numbers can definitely benefit from cyber insurance. In addition, e-commerce businesses can also benefit from cyber insurance because the downtime related to cyber incidents can cause a loss in sales and customers. Now similarly any business that stores customer information on a website can benefit from the liability coverage that cyber insurance policies provide. So to quickly sum it up, what is cyber insurance? Cyber insurance offers compensation for expenses, fees and legal costs arising due to cyber breaches. It also includes the loss or theft of the client or employee information due to the hacking of an organization's data. Unauthorized access is a common example of security breach these days. This is where the role of cyber crime insurance comes into play. Data security is one of the top responsibilities of companies these days as they have access to their customers' private and sensitive information. Having cyber insurance in India is a must for such companies. As per the Data Security Council of India, in 2018, there has been a 40% rise in cyber insurance purchases in India. Cyber threats are continually rising and associated risks are compelling more and more companies to opt for cyber insurance. Reports state that the cyber insurance market is expected to grow globally at a CAGR of 27% from what was INR 29,400 in 2017 to Rs 1.59 lakh crore in 2024. As per our National Cyber Security Agency, Computer Emergency Response Team of India, also called CERT-IN, there has also been an increase in the number of cyber attacks on personal computer networks and routers since a lot of professionals have been working from home due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Due to a significant increase in digital frauds and cyber theft during the pandemic, the Insurance Regulatory and Development Authority of India or IRDAI has underlined the need for cyber insurance and has issued a circular on the 8th of September this year that also aims to protect individuals against the theft of funds and identity or unauthorized online transactions or email spoofing, amongst other cyber attacks. The circular is titled as Guidance Document on Product Structure for Cyber Insurance and it sets out what a cyber insurance policy should cover for an individual. So let us understand what categories does cyber insurance policy cover. Based on the guidelines document, there are 11 categories that cover a mix of third party and first party or affected party liabilities. These are theft of funds. So the theft of funds provides protection in respect of theft of funds due to cyber incidents or hacking of an insured's bank account, credit or debit card or mobile wallet. Number two, identity theft cover. Identity theft cover provides protection in terms of defense cost for claims made against insured by the third party or the affected party due to identity theft fraud and it also provides expenses to prosecute perpetrators and provides for other transportation costs. Number three, social media. Under this, protection in terms of defense costs for claims made against insured by the third party or the affected party due to hacked social media account of the insured is provided. And it also provides for expenses to prosecute perpetrators, amongst other transportation costs. The fourth is cyber stalking or bullying cover, which simply provides expenses to prosecute a stalker. The fifth is malware cover or data restoration cost. Under this, 
Coverage is provided for data restoration cost due to malware attacks. The sixth is phishing cover, which provides protection in respect of financial losses as a result of phishing attack and provides expenses to prosecute perpetrators. The seventh category is unauthorized online transaction cover, which provides protection against fraudulent use of a bank account or a credit or a debit card or an e-wallet by the third party to make online purchasing over the internet. The eighth category is email spoofing. This provides protection in respect of financial losses as a result of spoofed email attacks and provides expenses to prosecute the perpetrators carrying out this attack. The ninth category is media liability claims cover, which provides coverage for defense costs in third party claims due to defamation or invasion of privacy due to insurance publication or broadcasting of any digital media content. Tenth category is cyber extortion cover. Cyber extortion cover provides protection for extortion loss as a result of cyber extortion threat and provides expenses to prosecute the perpetrators carrying out this threat. The 11th and the final category is data breach and privacy breach cover. So this provides indemnity for defense costs and damages in respect of claims lost by a third party against the insured for data breach and privacy breach. Now these are a lot of categories and that is a good thing. But what is even better is that the policy guidelines are well thought and the guidelines also cover cases that consider the liability or limited liability of individuals. Let us see some of these cases. So according to the guidelines, there will be zero liability of a customer if there is a contributory fraud or negligence or deficiency on the part of the bank, irrespective of whether or not the transaction is reported by the customer. Or if there is a third party breach, but the deficiency lies neither with the bank nor with the customer, but, with, but it lies elsewhere in the system and the customer notifies the bank within three working days of receiving the communication from the bank regarding the unauthorized transaction. So this is quite similar to reporting unauthorized transactions with the bank within three days to avoid losses. There are cases where customers will have limited liability. So there will be limited liability of a customer where loss is due to the negligence of the customer. So for example, payment credentials are shared. In this case, the customer shall bear the entire loss till the time an unauthorized transaction is reported to the bank. Any loss after reporting of the unauthorized transaction shall be borne by the bank. Secondly, in cases where the responsibility of the unauthorized electronic banking transaction lies neither with the bank nor with the customer, but lies elsewhere in the system. And when there is a delay of four to seven working days, after receiving the communication from the bank on the part of the customer in notifying the bank of such a transaction, the per transaction liability of the customer shall be limited to the transaction value or the amount ranging between rupees 5000 to rupees 25000, whichever is lower dependent upon the type of the account. At this point, you know, you know, at this point, it may seem like I'm just stating all the clauses from the policy document and many of these clauses may not make complete sense right now. But don't worry, we will soon be having a guest on board who will help us understand the cyber insurance policies much better and clarify our doubts. As we learned before, the policy typically is designed to cover certain losses also. So it is important to understand clearly what type of losses are covered under cyber insurance. There are four primary categories of losses considered under cyber insurance. And these are first party losses, which include direct financial loss, data recovery, business interruption cover, and mitigation costs cover. 
secondly regulatory action so costs of regulatory actions and investigations civil fines penalties and defense costs are covered under this crisis management costs so costs pertaining to forensic expert cover which includes security consultation reputation damage cover legal costs cover for matters including notification coordination with service providers strategy and all that credit and identity theft monitoring cyber extortion ransom cover operation of a 24 by 7 hotline or cyber stalking counseling information removal and even pursuing consecutive action is covered under crisis management costs the fourth is liability claims so legal liability damages directly arising from privacy or data security breach defamation ipr infringement and defense costs are covered under this now it is important to remember in case of financial loss the debit card or the credit card involved must be blocked immediately within 24 hours of detection of the loss of money or loss of card whichever happens earlier secondly any cashback or rewards if so credited to the concerned card holder's account against misuse transaction leading to a loss of money will be reduced from the loss payable under the policy thirdly the insured should have a registered valid mobile number or an email id to receive sms alerts or otp from the bank fourthly the cyber insurance will not cover losses that can be received from a financial institution or payment wallet or service operator or an e-commerce service provider or any such entity who has the primary responsibility to indemnify the insured now we have seen what is covered under the cyber insurance policies it is also equally important to note what is not covered under cyber insurance so let us understand that cyber insurance does not cover bodily injuries or diseases or death or damage to any tangible items or damages due to electrical disturbances mechanical failure breakdown or any kind of media failure that leads to any loss is not covered any circumstances or prior notice of the last insurance provider is not covered any valuable information possessed by any insured person except the ceo coo or cfo is imputed by the company any willful or fraudulent act of any law rules or regulations by an insured are not covered to summarize it quickly Cyber insurance policies are available in India for both corporate and individuals. Cyber security breaches are a common cause of concern for both corporates and for individuals. So, cyber insurance companies are offering cyber insurance policies that are customized for both companies and individuals. Typically, for a sum assured of rupees one lakh, the premiums in India vary from rupees six hundred fifty to rupees seven hundred annually, and these need to be renewed on a yearly basis. According to IRDAI experts, according to the IRDAI experts, in case of individual cyber insurance policy holders, the premium is not subject to the policy holder's age. You know, as it is in the case of life insurance or health insurance. So. I hope this gives all you listeners out there a good enough idea of cyber insurance and how it applies to corporations as well as individuals. Subscribe to our channel for more information from the world of cyber security delivered to you every week. Till then, take care and have a good one.